Welcome to the Communication Mastery Podcast with me, Mark Berlinson. We're on a journey together to improve our communication mastery in all kinds of settings, at work, at home, uh, in the community, and we're learning the art and the science of communication so that we can tackle difficulties and grow our mastery together. So I'm your communication coach, and I'm really excited to share this episode with you. Well, welcome back, everyone. This is episode 10 of the Communication Mastery Podcast. 10 episodes already. I'm really enjoying doing this, and I'm really enjoying the feedback I'm getting from some of you. If you haven't sent me your feedback yet, I'd love to hear it. Uh, just use the, uh, the link in the show notes to contact me. I'd love to hear what you've thought of what you've heard so far. I'd also love to hear what questions, what topics would you like me to look at and focus on in future episodes. We've got several more episodes left in this season, and uh, then we'll take a short break. But uh, there's several episodes left, so give me that feedback and let me know what you think. We'll include it either before the end of this season or in the beginning of the next. Today we're going to talk about putting strengths to work. Uh, and what I love about communication coaching is that it enables people to identify how they're wired and how they can connect with other people so that their strengths can find effective uh, place in whatever enterprise they're involved in, whether it's a, a relationship or a family uh, or leading a team in a business or uh, working at a nonprofit and impacting the civic community, uh, any of those areas. If someone understands themselves more more fully, more clearly, they know what they have to offer, then they can be validated for that offering and we can put those strengths to work. Everybody benefits when everybody's giving their strengths to the picture rather than uh, simply existing <laughs> uh, with whatever they, um, whatever they feel about themselves. Um, one of the books I often recommend to folks is Marcus Buckingham's Go Put Your Strengths to Work. And some of what I'm going to say to you now comes somewhat directly from that book. And so credit to Marcus. Um, the thing he starts out with is that we need to demolish some of the lies that we believe around our strengths. And, and I love the way he puts this. I use this perspective in my coaching a great deal. Uh, there are myths that we believe like your personality changes as you grow um, or that you grow most by focusing on your weaknesses. You know, I, I'm no good at this. I need to work at it so I get better. That kind of myth. Um, or even a good team member does whatever it takes to help the team. Uh, and so calling on everybody to do whatever is needed. And all three of those things are very destructive to good teamwork. Uh, so in a way, this episode builds on the last episode about effective team meetings. Um, the truth of it is that when you grow, it doesn't make you different. It makes you more of what you are. Um, so who you truly are comes out more fully. And I love seeing that as I coach individuals within teams to see who they truly are coming to the fore as they recognize themselves, as they have a framework for understanding themselves better so they can offer who they are and what they have. Um, the second truth really would be that you grow most when you focus on your strengths. Uh, the stuff you're already good at, you can grow that much more easily than the stuff you're not good at. And if you give uh, maybe 20% of your time uh, to your weaknesses so they don't drag you down, but 80% of your time to developing your strengths and offering your strengths, you'll be far more effective than if you spend 80% of your time trying to fix your weaknesses. 
because in a sense that's that's energy and time wasted because you can't get the greater result from trying to strengthen weaknesses as as you can from actually employing and leveraging your strengths and then the answer to that third myth that a good team member does whatever it takes actually it's far more valuable if a good team member is not well-rounded but instead they consistently offer their strengths to the team so a good team is diverse Different people have different strengths and the team leader is able to draw on those strengths as needed for the benefit of the whole team. When the team is, is uh, focusing on what they do well, each one different in their what they do well, then the team flourishes. Whereas if everybody's trying to do everything, they end up tripping over each other and that will reduce their effectiveness. Now, Marcus Buckingham, who wrote that book, used to work for Gallup, and he was involved in the development of the, the Strengths Finder tool that some of you may know about. Um, the, the book here, um, what was his name? Don Clifton. Uh, Tom Rath wrote the book, but Don Clifton was the uh, psychologist who developed the tool. And they've done a great service to, uh, to the business world by, by changing our focus from fixing what's weak to focusing and celebrating what's strong. Um, every one of us has something unique to offer, and that's what comes through with that Strengths Finder tool. I recommend this book as well, by the way, Strengths Finder 2.0. My hesitation with the Strengths Finder tool, though, is the breadth of the themes. It's important to have those themes, and I, I'm not saying you shouldn't do this, but I find it's only one part of helping a team be more effective to identify your strengths. Uh, with 34 options, 34 different strengths, uh, and the tool delivers you your top five, if I recall, then it's near impossible to remember from all of the permutations and all of the actions that promote those different permutations. It's, it's near impossible to remember all of that, uh, particularly if your five are different from my five, uh, then it's a steep hill for us to climb, for us to build team simply with that information. The key principle, however, is vital that we recall it and hold on to it, that you need to identify your strengths. That's why I love the life languages that I talk about all the time in this podcast, because there are only seven and the strengths of each language complement the strengths of the others. Uh, so each is unique in its strengths, but each of those strengths can work together in your profile because you have all seven languages to some extent in your profile. So you can see your passions and your strengths in context with your life language profile, and you can understand the relative levels of all seven of them. And so you can compare with other team members, and you can discover, for example, who's stronger in compassion, uh, or who most easily offers courage, or who to turn to when we need enthusiasm, um, uh, where the strength of resourcefulness is greatest, who's the best at managing resources, um, or who leans most towards trustworthiness and loyalty or patience. Uh, each of us has a different pattern of strengths, and each of us can call on all of those strengths, but sometimes if you've got someone who's stronger, you can put them in the lead when that strength is needed, and the rest of us then find that strength is drawn on in our profiles to draw us together as a team. Because you don't have just one of those vital qualities, you've got all seven. You can learn to adapt to various scenarios uh, or different challenges by drawing on strengths that may not be your primary one, but like I say, as we identify within the team who is good at that strength, 
and this is the strength we need for this setting or this situation or even this conversation, we can put them in the forefront and the rest of us can be drawn in by their strength to find our own strength developing. It's a little bit like um, a long-distance running race or a, or a cycling uh, race where you can slipstream the one in front of you who may be stronger in this particular stage than you, and therefore you benefit from their strength, but they also benefit from the, 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 the whole team pulling together. They get momentum, if you like, from all of us pulling together. It's a very powerful principle, but it's one we often miss because there are so many strengths uh, that we forget to, to zero in on one that's going to be moving us forward as a team. You can also collaborate with other team members by offering your uh, level of, of identification with one of their primary strengths. So if you've got someone who's very compassionate, uh, you can draw on what little compassion you have in order to encourage their compassion. And if you're a team leader, uh, knowing your team is key, understanding. Now remember that we're, we're not just the profile. Uh, none of your team members will be defined by or, uh, or limited by the profile results that they find. But each of us as a person has this particular combination, this beautiful blend uh, of different languages different strengths, different passions that come through. and You can draw out those strengths and passions of each team member in relevant ways as the team works toward a common goal. Now, those distinct passions of each life language have something uh, specific to offer in every situation. Some challenges might call for innovation or creativity. Uh, other challenges might require encouragement or compassion. Um, and to offer the one when the other is needed will be counterproductive. But if we can draw out each of these things as they're needed and in the places where they're most relevant and most productive, then we will find the team flourishes, then we'll find our results increase, uh, then we'll find our, our effectiveness grows as a team. So some of your team will have more of a passion to lead and others will have more of a passion to discover or to protect and the best teams make the most of each member's uniqueness towards an agreed goal. You can't reach the target if you don't pull together uh, and aim at that target with unity. And so that's the team leader's role, is to draw out the, each one's strengths, each one's passions to achieve the goal that we've set. And of course, this being a communication mastery podcast, I'd be, I'd be remiss if I didn't underline that there are specific conversations you need to have with one another uh, in order to put your strengths to work. And uh, in some cases, you have to have a conversation with yourself as well. I'll explain that in just a second. Uh, Marcus Buckingham talks about this in the book, Go Put Your Strengths to Work, so you can turn to that for a little more depth on this. But the, the strengths conversation is where I've identified what I have to offer, where I've identified where I am strong, um, where I can easily contribute something to the team's endeavors. I know what I have to offer from my stronger languages, and my self-awareness then allows me to have uh, a conversation with the rest of the team or with a specific person about what I have to offer to the challenge we're facing or to the goal that we're reaching for or to the project that we're working on. I have this to offer uh, and I leave it to you to decide where that fits in the picture, 
but I would like to say I have this strength or this passion. I really care about this particular thing or I really have energy to address this particular challenge. Understanding those strengths, uh, my own self-awareness, that strengths conversation is a vital starting point. And then saying, how can I help you with these strengths? And then I listen, of course, for the answer. That's a whole different podcast. Uh, you can look back in the series to find out more about listening. Uh, but to be actively listening to the answer I get will help me to know not just what strength I have to offer, but how to offer that strength so that it can be most valuable. But then I alluded to a second conversation, and very often we have to have this one with ourselves first, and that's to acknowledge and admit and identify and maybe even uh, categorize or, or, or measure my weaknesses. Because uh, in my own profile, some of my languages are, are, are weaker than others, and the same will be true for you. Uh, some key character strengths of languages are less prominent than others. And I need to, uh, I need to understand myself and recognize my weaknesses and then have the conversation with my team members, with my supervisor, with my spouse, whoever it may be, where I am weak. Uh, and very often I will find that the person I'm having the conversation with is stronger than I in the areas that I'm weak in. And that's a very important piece of information for both of us to understand. I may be weak in this area, but I recognize you're strong. And I want to follow your strength and draw up some of the areas where I'm weaker. So having that weakness conversation first with, my strength, with myself and then with my team is a very important second step in order to put strengths to work. Now... Some people are more balanced across all seven languages, uh, but when I see a profile that's almost equally balanced across all the languages, then I'm a little suspicious, and I begin to find myself questioning, is this person trying to be everything to everyone? <laughs> is this person trying to have all the right answers? I may, maybe not answering the questions as honestly as they might because they're trying to be um, adaptable to everybody and to be uh, what they think they should be rather than what they really are. And uh, if I'm not answering the, the profile questions honestly, I'm not going to get an accurate result from my life language profile. If you try to be what everyone wants, then everyone loses, especially you, because you don't have the satisfaction of understanding and appreciating yourself and being recognized for the strengths that you offer. You're trying too hard to be everything to everybody. I think I may have used this example in a previous episode, but I recall very clearly uh, one particular CEO, a non-profit CEO, a great guy, uh, who leads a very effective and very uh, strong team because they utilize some of these tools. But over time, his profile changed dramatically. When we started coaching, and I knew this guy before we started coaching, I, we'd interacted together in different ways, uh, so I had a bit of an idea of how I thought he might be wired, but his profile came out rather differently. And I thought, okay, that's fine. We'll work with what his profile says. And we started there to work with how to help him lead his team based on what his profile said. About a year later, we come to do uh, profiles for the whole of his staff, not just his leadership team. And he retook his profile and it came out totally different. And I said to him, hey, what, what, what happened here? This is very different from your first profile. Um, do you have any, uh, any insight into why that might be? And he said, yeah, I know exactly why it is. He said, the, the coaching we've done 
has given me permission to be myself. I answered the first time the way I thought a CEO in my position should be, and the second time I've answered by how I've recognized I truly am. So this profile fits me. The previous one was what I was trying to be but wasn't. And that's a great breakthrough for any leader to have. And it certainly gladdened my heart that the coaching that we'd been doing together had helped him to get to that place of saying, this is who I am. It's given me permission to be myself. So with, with your profile, take the time in coaching to clarify what you have to offer and then offer it. Uh, learn to be honest with yourself. These are the areas where I'm weak. That's okay. I'm going to focus on where I'm strong and offer that, not forcefully where it has to be done my way, but offer it into the picture, into the blend of the team, whatever that team may be, so that my strengths can be placed into the picture in a way that's most beneficial for the goal and for the well-being of the whole team. And recognizing what drains me, I can be honest with my teammates. These are weaker areas for me. And so if I have to focus too much on whatever it may be, then that drains me and I become less helpful, less valuable to the team. But the takeaway from this episode would be that everyone has something vital to offer. And the successful team's leader draws out the best in each one uh, to make room for that strength to shine or those strengths to shine. None of us has only one strength. We all have many in different degrees. But understanding which one to offer and knowing how to adapt is a key strength that I know I can help you with if you'd like that help. I love helping business teams discover and develop this whole skill of finding strengths, putting them to work, adapting to one another's strengths so that the team flourishes and everyone wins. And the return on investment of time and money in doing that coaching is huge because our world is way too divided by people being certain that they have to have it their way. Learning to adapt rather than being oppositional will cause us to prosper in ways that we're currently not prospering. So you and I can, can turn the tide of conflict, if you like, by identifying and offering our strengths for the common good. So my strength is communication, and I'm offering it to you to help you thrive. Uh, if you're ready to begin that journey, as you already have by listening to this podcast, then contact me through the link in the show notes, and let's talk about how I could be more beneficial to you with the strengths I have to offer in order to enable you to identify and offer your strengths. We need you to be you. Nobody else can be you. Let me help you be you in a way that benefits us all. That's it for today. I'll see you next time. So thank you for joining me for this episode of the Communication Mastery Podcast. If this has been helpful to you, please leave a rating and a review because that helps me to get the word out. You can also share it with your friends and encourage them to subscribe. I'd love to hear your feedback. Give me your suggestions for future episodes. You can connect with me through my website at www.markburlinson.com. I'm your communication coach and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. See you next time.